It's time for Van Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pico Stanis. This is episode 260, season 11. Today's date is September 30th, 2023, and welcome to the program. On today's show, I will talk about the Oaklawn Roller Rink that was located in Oaklawn, Illinois. Also, I'll do the 60th anniversary of the TV sitcom, My Favorite Martian. So I'll talk about my memories of that show and give you some trivia about that. And third, I will talk about the signature room uh, that was on the 95th floor of the John Hancock Building in Chicago. I know it's not called that Hancock Building, but I still call it that. And uh, I will talk about its abrupt closing and uh, a few couple of memories of that place. So uh, right now, the program will go into a commercial break. This program is brought to you by Betty Crocker Potatoes. <laughs> I remember these. So here's a commercial from 1974. So sit back and relax, and I'll be right back. Thank you. Frankfurter's meatloaf, fish sticks, lamb, pork chop, salmon, chicken, ham. When you're serving me plain, without gravy, your potato can make the meal. Like Betty Crocker scallop potatoes. Tender potato slices and a velvety smooth white cream sauce. For meat served plain without gravy, Betty Crocker scalloped potatoes, au gratin, creamed, or hash browns. The plain meat potatoes from Betty Crocker. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations so you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Betty Crocker Potatoes. Uh, I used to watch, watch these commercials in the 70s and 80s. Those potatoes look delicious. Oh, but uh, I never had them at home. <laughs> Uh, I have, I, I eat Greek style potatoes. My mom makes those mm, roasted. And uh, also she makes a potato salad. She does that. And uh, also my, my favorite potatoes is uh, when we have roast lamb and she roast them together. Oh, they're, they're awesome. They're the best. I love them. But usually I have lamb around the holidays, like, for example, uh, Christmas and Easter. That's what we eat. I don't like eating lamb all the time. I, I get sick of it. I don't know. I, I just like I just save it for special occasions like that. Or if I go to a Greek restaurant, I'll maybe I'll order one. But not on a weekly basis. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not good for you. <laughs> and, and so... Other flavors they mentioned in the commercial, uh, there was one they didn't mention was sour cream and uh, chive. 
I think that's that one. Uh, let me double check. So um, just give me one moment. Yeah, no, yeah, it was sour cream and chive. So the ones I mentioned in there were scalloped potatoes, uh, au gratin, hash browns, and cream potatoes. Oh, they're fattening. They sound fattening, but delicious. Oh, au gratin is like uh, with cheese, you know, like that. I've had it once. Somebody made it where I used to work at American Express Travel. It was the most delicious thing I ever ate. Oh, I had two helpings. <laughs> hash browns, they're the best. Usually I get hash browns at McDonald's. Of course, it's not the same, you know, it's scallop. I've had scallop a couple of times at a restaurant. They're wonderful, you know, so uh, potatoes are delicious. But uh, like I said, they're, sometimes they're, they have a lot of carbs, so you got to watch it. Usually when I eat potatoes, uh, when my mom makes them, I have about three or four, you know, they're little, but that's it. I don't want to overdo it. My brother, on the other hand, eats a lot. <laughs> Sometimes out of the bowl. <laughs> I don't think he does that anymore. He did that when he was a kid, but uh, no, no, no. The products still around, but they come out. They come out with different flavors, and I think they come with low fat or low salt. So that's good. Okay, because Betty Pro Betty Crocker makes great products. All right. At the beginning of the program, I talked about the. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I mentioned that I'm going to talk about the Oakland Roller Rink in Oakland, Illinois. That was located there. Also, the 60th anniversary of the TV sitcom, My Favorite Martian. And then I will talk about the signature room on the 95th floor of the Hancock Building. Before I get started, I want to mention one thing. Yesterday, I posted a message to everyone on my Van Chicagoland group. I, told, I explained that, you know... I, I'm the admin of the group, and I, and I approve people and posts every single day, all day, whenever I get a chance. Uh, it's not an easy task. Um, someone suggested maybe I'll get a uh, partner, someone to help out. Uh, I'm kind of reluctant to, to get somebody, but I need someone who I can trust, you know, like a friend. If it was a real good friend of mine and, can, and wants to do this, that's fine, but, you know, I don't have very close friends that on Facebook that want to do this. They don't have time. So I do it myself and I manage other groups. But I posted the message yesterday and I said that uh, I see a lot of posts that are like multiple, like the same subject. Like, for example, the signature room, I've seen like about nine or ten. I can't post that. Maybe one or two or if it's something different about the place, that's fine. But uh, people don't look that it's already been posted. And some, a couple of people email me and says, why didn't you accept my post? And I said, it's been posted already. You know, so I, so I made it clear on, in the message, you know, I told that. Also, I said the same thing. I don't allow profanity, no name calling. Uh, that's, you gotta be, you gotta be respectful to one another. I, I've seen people fighting with complete strangers, which is utterly ridiculous. You know, they're like children. Also, I said that I don't allow, like, for example, anything controversial, like politics or like Al Capone or the Maxwell Street because, and uh, other things, because it leads to arguments out of the blue. People cannot control themselves. They just won't shut up. 
You know, they have to get on their soapbox and have to say something or put in their two cents. That's not allowed. You could do that elsewhere, not here. And uh, the the posts that want me that they want me to prove some are very, um, let's say, lacking uh, information. So I won't allow it. Uh, sometimes I send a message to them. No, please caption. You know, put some caption on so I know what it is. Also, they when sometimes they go from another website to get a picture just get credit and tell me where it is you know i i forget sometimes too also uh you know and other uh post that they want me to prove is has nothing to do with chicago you know it's like uh, it's meaningless also i get uh stuff that people want uh, they want to sell things or uh, talk about something political they start swearing other uh they show me their cocktails <laughs> i don't know why or they have something to sell you know like uh xboxes taylor swift tickets <laughs> all right fine she's a fine singer but it's not a long van chicago and she has nothing to do with me or this group and uh, also offensive videos i can't say what there are they're very very graphic they're disgusting so I just deleted and delete the the members. I don't know what's wrong with them. I think they're bots. Some of them are bots. So, so I made it clear. So I had some feedback from some people and they said, oh, it's wonderful. Thank you for doing this. You know, we want a nice, clean group. And um, they appreciate Only a couple of people were a little, you know, why are you doing this and all that? It's just a couple. It's no big deal. But later on, I'll post something in the group and I'll tell everyone, thank you. And I appreciate your kind words, you know, and please stay because more are coming. More things are coming. You know, I really appreciate all that. Thank you. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So now we're going to get on with the show. And first, we're going to talk about the Oaklawn Roller Rink. Uh, when I first posted this to let everyone know, that I'm going to talk about on a podcast. People were very, very excited. Uh, but I'm just going to talk about my memories of this place, you know, and the information, because I only went there twice uh, during high school. And I had a few, yeah, a couple of memories, but not one, a couple were not pleasant, but others were f fun. So I'll get to that in a moment. But first, I'll talk about the history of this place. Okay. So. Uh, according to a website called ForgottenRollerRinksOfThePast.com, uh, this is for Oaklawn, the, the Oaklawn uh, Roller Rink was first known as the Oaklawn Recreation Center. Now, here comes a plane. <laughs> it was also known as Rollerama and at Oaklawn Recreation Center. So they keep changing the names of that. Uh, it opened in 19... 54 and it was run by a couple their names were mr and mrs william boyce and then i think it's their children uh i think their son and uh his wife uh they ran it so uh, mr and mrs william boyce ran it from 1954 to 1969 and then uh his son took over from 1969 excuse me to 1995 when it closed they don't, I, we don't know who the manager was at the time. I'm, they keep changing. Uh, 
they had pro coaches. According to um, the people, there were, were Tolly Bozen, Ron Jels, and Daniel Lipinski. You know, and uh, and there were organists. There were two organists. Uh, first one was his name was Jim Kozak, and the other one was uh, John O'Keefe. I, I think you can find videos on YouTube of John O'Keefe playing the organ. You could see that. And the the floor type was like logging cabin style, maple wood, clear coated. It looked beautiful like that. Uh, let's see. So. The, the terrible thing that happened at the Oakland Roller Rink, uh, first I'll talk about me. Uh, I remember going there when I was at Bogan High School. I went with a couple of friends. Uh, they invited me. I never roller skated in my life. Never. I rode, I rode a skateboard, you know, but that was dangerous. So I put on the skates and, you know, I got there and I put on the skates and uh, so there were the coaches to help me, you know, and uh, I did okay, but I fell down twice. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't give up. But it was fun. So uh, someone was holding my hand and roller skating, you know. And uh, I know it looks silly because kids make fun of you because you're such a, uh, a weirdo, you know. For you know, you're with this. Someone's holding your hand while you're roller skating. You should do this on your own. I tried. I kept falling down. You know. I guess I had bad balance. I don't know. It's just awful. But I enjoyed it. I really did. And they played the music and all that. I remember they played disco music at the time. Yeah. Uh, so it was, a, it was a great place. It really was. And, uh, and the, But then I went the second time. I was a little better. Still had my hand held. <laughs> so, until, you know, so we're going all around in the rink. Um, but I never went again. So usually... I pass by it all the time, you know, that famous sign and like that. Then, um, unfortunately, the uh, they had the tornado in the in Oakland that uh, that happened, and I think it was April fourteenth, nineteen sixty seven. Uh, I don't get the right exact date, and um, they had a, uh, Oakland had a lot of damage. Uh, a lot of people were, I think, about thirty three people were killed. And uh, it was devastating. Uh, my mom told me about this, uh, about the tornado. We, we live in South Shore at the time, and she was pregnant with my little brother. He was born two months later. And she remember seeing kind of weird clouds. The, the clouds, the sky was like green and like dark. It was frightening. It looked like a horror movie like that. And it was crazy. It was very crazy. I remember she, we were outside, and then uh, the rain came in, was coming there after the tornado, and it, a big downpour, and we had to duck into a store to wait till it's over, and we were drenched. And that's what she said. And according to one website, um, at the Oakland Roller Rink, there were uh, a lot of people were injured, but there were three that were killed. There were two children and an adult. Um, I could be wrong. You know, you can correct me if you'd like. And uh, let's see. So, uh, it, so they re they closed it. It was demol heavily demol uh, heavily damaged the uh, the roller rink. But they started rebuilding, and it reopened in 1969. 
That's good news. And it ran for a long, long time until 1995. And then... Uh, because I think the uh, the reason they closed it is uh, it wasn't making much money, and uh, a lot of people didn't roller skates. Uh, I don't know; it's bizarre. Uh, some people today do, but not like in the old days, like in the fifties, the sixties, and the seventies. So um, the couple didn't want to do it anymore, and they decided to close. Okay, and they sold it. And they tore it down, and then they built and then a Saturn uh, car dealership was built, and it was there for a long time until uh, I think Saturn closed. I don't think they make them anymore. I'm not sure. Uh, and then they, it's a Hyundai dealership now, so I passed by it, and there it was. And there's a Hooters next door. <laughs> I've been to that one. <laughs> I love their wings. <laughs> They're not hot. <laughs> and uh, so what on Facebook, I let people know that I'm going to do this on the podcast. And we're very excited. And uh, there is uh, two groups on Facebook. One is about Oakland. I grew up in Oakland, which I live now. And I let them know that I'm going to talk about this on my next podcast episode. And they got excited. And there's another group called the... Oakland Roller Rink, uh, Rink Rats, Rink Rats. So it's like uh, kids and people, you know, went there all the time. And uh, I joined the group and then I asked, uh, is it okay to talk about this and post it? And I guess somebody approved and said, yeah, go ahead. So once this podcast is done, I will publish it and post it on both groups also everywhere else, and I hope everyone will like it, but this is my memories of this place. You know, it's uh, it's a fun. But if you want to see videos of the Oakland Rollery, go on YouTube. Yeah, just watch those. Uh, in the Oakland uh, Roller Rink group, Facebook group, there's some, there's some pictures in there. You could, if you want to join the group, it's a private group. You have to get approved, and you could see some old pictures. It's fascinating. It's, it's wonderful. Very nice like that so i'm i'm glad i'm really good i'm glad i went you know it was a very good experience also my butt didn't think it was <laughs> when i fell down <laughs> oh that hurt okay next up i'm going to talk about the 60th anniversary of my favorite martian so uh that was one of my favorite sitcoms growing up I'll give you a history of that first. And uh, it premiered on September 29th, 1963, ended uh, May 1st, 1966. Had uh, 107 episodes, uh, aired on CBS, a uh, half-hour show. First two seasons were, were in black and white, and the, la and the final season was filmed in color. And it starred Ray Walston as Uncle Martin, The Martian, and Bill Bixby as Tim O'Hara. His nephew. They weren't related. No. <laughs> so uh, the premise of the show is uh, the Martian crashed on Earth. And then uh, uh, Tim O'Hare was a newspaper reporter and he discovered the spaceship. And then he found uh, the Martian. And then. Uh, they met and he was, uh, he spoke English. Uh, he didn't speak Martian. 
So, uh, so it was fun. So that was the premise of the show, and I enjoyed it very much. Uh, what the Martian did, like uh, other people, he was different. Well, he tried to keep his uh, identity secret, but he had powers. He had these two retractable antennas, you know, in the back of his head, and they became invisible. He was also telepathic. He read minds and influenced minds, too. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> he also levitated objects, just like a bewitch, <laughs> you know, like that. You know, his index people. Also, he communicated with animals. He, you know, he talked to them. And also, he can freeze people or objects, just like I'm bewitched. And then he can speed up himself and other people to do any work, just like I'm bewitched. <laughs> you know, it's like that. But I think bewitched came after, like a year, a year later, like that. Also, he, uh, Uncle Martin, had a time machine built, and they, him and Tim, went to different times with and met famous peoples like for example uh in england also uh also brought people from the present like uh, leonardo da vinci jesse james and then um you know but he was also like a scientist so he made um, a lot of formulas and all that you know and um i remember one episode that he had some vitamin pills and there was a little girl she brought a rabbit and her name was cleo the rabbit and he ate one of those vitamins and he grew about 10 feet tall <laughs> like you know he was like a big rabbit and uh, it was funny <laughs> they went to a costume party and they took the rabbit with them so he had to find a way to get an antidote to do that okay also in the cast was uh, pamela Britton as mrs lorelei brown that's the landlady let me give you a little trivia about that her mother was uh played the mother-in-law of ralph crandon on the honeymooners that was her mother and uh, they were uh she was born in chicago and she lived to be uh over 100 years old and she died a few years ago imagine that yeah also in the cast was uh alan hewitt as bill brennan he came in the second and third season he played lorelei's boyfriend and he was yeah, he was a detective and he was snooping around doing that and he they him and Martin and Ted didn't had a disliked each other so much. So that was the premise of that. But they had funny episodes like that. Um, my first memory of watching the show was on Channel 9 in the early 70s. And also, uh, first, it, when it went off the air in 1966, it went to syndication in WGN TV Channel 9 in Chicago. And there for a few years until the, the early 70s. That's not uh, a channel I saw briefly. I remember a little boy uh, seeing that, but it was channel 32. I started watching it and it aired for a few years. It aired then sometimes in the afternoon or in the weekends and all that. And I, I love the show. And then it, it was taken off the air. And then in 1976, it started airing on channel 44 on WSNS TV. And I remember I was in eighth grade and I was excited to see the show. I remember the lineup. It was at five o'clock in the afternoon. And after that was Hazel. <laughs> so that was great. It was great. And it was there for about maybe a year or two. Then they took it off. And I haven't seen the show until they went to cable. And then they premiered in the 80s and Channel 66, WGBO. I started bringing that back the show and I started rewatching it. 
And then uh, later on, it was released on DVD. They released the first two seasons. I bought those a long time ago, but not the third season for some reason. I bought the third season in Australia because it was uh, they had that available. It was kind of expensive a little bit, but I got it. It was a color one, so I got all of them. Uh, but you can still buy the show on DVD, uh, a box set here in America. You could do that. Right now, I'm going to play the theme song of My Favorite Martian. It, it, it has the beginning and the ending. So just sit back and relax. And I'll be right back, folks. Thank you. Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song for My Favorite Martian. Uh, one last thing I'll talk about the show. Uh, it had two fine actors, Ray Walston and Bill Bixby. Uh, Ray Walston later on appeared in a lot of shows, but he's also famous for his role on Fast Times at Richmond High as the teacher, Mr. Hand, <laughs> who butted heads with Sean Penn. <laughs> you know, Spicoli. <laughs> And the movie's goofy. <laughs> I love it, you know. And also, he was Judge Bone in Picket Fences. If you remember that show, it's great. In that. Uh, he died January first, two thousand one. Also, uh, Bill Bixby. We all know him. He did uh, Courtship of Eddie's Father. Uh, that was started in nineteen sixty nine. Ran for three seasons. Then he did The Magician for one season. That was a good show. I mean, on DVD, it's a great show. I loved it. And uh, also he did The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> you know, and uh, I like the show. And my favorite my favorite thing, what he says, don't get me angry. You wouldn't want me to get angry. <laughs> and he turns into the Hulk. <laughs> that was Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> it's great in that, you know. And then he died in 1992. Uh, I, don't, I forgot what year. Um, not year, month. So he had prostate cancer. Yeah, like I had. Uh, so, but back then... Uh, I don't know if he went to the doctor or it was a too advanced. I, I think he, I have a feeling he didn't go because I heard he was very busy and probably ignored to go to the doctor, which is a shame, you know. So, but we're more advanced, you know, right now we get more medications. Everything is 
treatments are available. I don't know about back then. That was in the 90s. I think there were, but there's more today. So it was so sad. He was a very talented man, a good actor. Yeah. Okay. Next up, uh, one last thing I'm going to talk about is the signature room. Now, the signature room was abruptly closed on February 28th, uh, which is a shame. Uh, that's located at 875 North Michigan Avenue on the Jan- John Hancock Building. I know it's not called the Hancock Building anymore. <laughs> I don't know what they call it. <laughs> you know. Anyway, so uh, when it was announced it was closed that day, a lot of people were shocked. Well, most people were. And it was just uh, out of the blue. You know, and a lot of people had very great memories. You know, they had uh, their anniversaries. People got engaged. They had their wedding receptions, uh, birthdays, you know. And what's great about this place is the view, you know. And you you dine and you see just uh, the beautiful view of Chicago and the skyline. Lakeshore Drive, you know, you know, and Lakeshore in the Lake Michigan. I bet at night it is gorgeous. Oh, I bet it's gorgeous. I heard the food was great. Uh, you got a couple of people saying, nah, it wasn't good. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> but they had cocktails, they had a bar and some wonderful place. Uh, it's pretty pricey. Like that. Um, I found some history about this place. It seems like it started as the 95th. I don't know what year it opened but the signature room uh opened in 1993 on june 25th no but i'm sorry july 9th that's when it opened and uh you you understand the the name the signature room john hancock building you know when john hancock signed on the uh, you know he signed a declaration of independence <laughs> i hope it's not the constitution no it's probably that my history is terrible and uh, so they opened the, the place, and uh, the man that started it was name. His name was Rick Roman, and you uh, did that, and then it was a big hit. And uh, they introduced like a, a new menu or enhance it, and it was uh, it was yeah, like I said, it was very popular, and people booked reservations to go there. And it went on for 30 years. I've never been to this place. I wanted to go. I went one day, I went to upstairs on the ninth fifth floor just to take a peek at it, just to see it, you know, just out of curiosity. And I wish I went. But I feel kind of self conscious and kind of bizarre going by myself just to have lunch. <laughs> Besides, I didn't have a reservation. But, it, uh, but you know what? They were open at the evening, I believe. Yeah, I, I don't think you went to lunch. I don't think so. You probably went, you know, for dinner, which is, oh, that's too bad. You know, and uh, I don't know what they're going to do with the place now. I, I'm sure they're going to open another restaurant soon. I have a feeling. And uh, we'll see about that. And, uh you know, yesterday I saw something on X or Twitter that somebody put the spirit of Halloween sign on it. <laughs> I know it's funny, but I think that's kind of dumb. <laughs> I mean, come on. Somebody, uh, whoever did that has a sick sense of humor. 
I have a feeling it'll be, it won't be vacant long. I don't think so. Something will be up there, you know. But it's expensive. We'll see. Okay. So the reason they closed, they said it was like because of COVID or, you know, people don't go out or the this negative fear of going downtown, which I can understand, you know, but you got to put the fears aside. Just go out and have a good time, you know, go to the loop, go out to eat, go sightseeing. You'll be okay. You know, just be aware of your surroundings. Chicago is a great place. It really is. Okay. So that's it for this program. I'll do a recap of what I talked about. I talked about the Oaklawn Roller Rink in Oaklawn, Illinois. I forgot to mention the um, the address of this place. It was at 9121 South Cicero in Oaklawn. Uh, it's right across the McDonald's. I haven't been to that McDonald's in a while. That's where it was located, the, the roller rink. Also, I talked about the 60th anniversary of the TV sitcom, My Favorite Martian, and also the Signature Room 95th Restaurant in Chicago. This program, uh, excuse me, this podcast will be published this afternoon. Uh, whatever podcasts are available, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Breaker, Overcast, whatever, you know, just subscribe and you'll listen. Also be posted on my blog, blog. And also on my YouTube channel, Vanish Chicago Land Stories, the, uh, the podcast. So subscribe to that podcast. I tell people, they still ask me, where do I find your podcast? The easiest way is YouTube. Go to YouTube. You know, if you're not tech, you're not computer savvy, or you don't want to listen through an app on your phone, uh, easier if you want to listen to your laptop or your desktop, you know, just go to YouTube. You know, just click on the whatever podcast you want to listen to and just relax and enjoy. And also be sure to my social media accounts, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and threads. Just click on the link and it'll take you right there. Okay. So, like I said, this uh, podcast will be available this afternoon. I will also post it on these the two groups I mentioned earlier in the show. The, the Oakland group. It's uh, you know I think it's called you know where you're you know where you're from Oakland that's one of them the other one is the uh, Oakland R- Roller Rink Rink Rats group if you want to join you can listen to that it'll be all over Facebook you'll see it that'll be no problem okay so this is Pete Costanis your host for Van Chicago Land Stories the podcast thank you for joining me it's a beautiful day might do might walk today we'll see. And uh, probably do another episode tomorrow. I have to think of something. I have one idea. So I got to think of another. It'll take, t- it'll take time. So, yeah. So just enjoy the rest of the weekend. Uh, thank you again. And uh, here's Ray Rayner with a little traveling music saying bye, bye, bye. Take care, everyone, and so long. We have to go. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs>